Deborah Holchip, editor of Michigan Today. In this episode of Listen in Michigan, my guest is Lee Berry. He's the chief development officer at the Michigan Theater Foundation and a two-time Michigan grad. He works for the foundation's CEO, executive director, Russ Collins, who also is a two-time Michigan grad. Lee had been a longtime music promoter, but he found his true calling in recent years working for Russ as the chief fundraiser for the foundation, which owns and operates both the Michigan and state theaters. The foundation is in the midst of a capital campaign to raise $8.5 million. Some funds will go toward the maintenance of the Michigan, but the majority will go toward restoring the state to the splendor its patrons first experienced when it opened in 1942. And anyone that's been in the state in recent years knows that's a pretty tall order. But Ann Arbor has always been a big movie town, home to several movie houses and film societies, which have since gone by the wayside. So keeping these theaters alive and thriving is a true labor of love for Lee and Russ. The Michigan Theater Foundation purchased the state in 2013. Renovations are underway, and it's expected to reopen in fall, maybe September or November of 2017. Now, I'm sure there's some out there who will miss the state that's been with us since the late 70s, the cramped seats, the bad sight lines, and a floor so sticky that it could take your shoe right off your foot. But we're guessing there are more who will welcome this change. And here's Lee with a preview of what's to come. C. Howard Crane. C. Howard Crane. Who was a Detroit architect who built or designed the Fox and also Orchestra Hall and the theater, which is now called the Opera House, but what once was called the Madison, and uh, Olympia Stadium, mm-hmm. where the Red Wings used to play. So yeah, C. Howard Crane was a, a big time, one of the top five theater architects of the mid-century. Um, the Michigan was actually designed by a, a, a good architect, but not a celebrated architect. C. Howard Crane was in demand, and overall designed about 300 theaters around the country and some overseas. And so that's another reason why we were actually, you know, we have a compelling case that saving the state theater is is vital Mm -hmm. because that's the only theater he designed for Ann Arbor. And it's also one of the few of all those theaters that used to be here. It's it's one of the few that's left. And people have not uh, generally been aware of just how beautiful the, the building is on the outside. It, 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 it's kind of recessed off of State Street a bit, but if you take a good look at it, it's really got a beautiful design. It's got an accordion brickwork, and there's this kind of mix, stripes created by yellow and red brick going up the, alongside the, the marquee. And um, we are going to light that so that uh, at night you won't just see the lit marquee and then darkness behind it. We're going to have really nice architectural lighting so you'll be able to see the full uh, beauty of his architecture. These places really are like, one could say, a sacred space. I mean, these are places that you make your memories. Maybe you did meet your husband or wife there or have your first date there. And so I do think they're lucky to have champions to keep them alive and well. So The time now is right to do this. And and Russ has just carefully thought and planned and, and waited and, and the time is here, and, and it's uh, this is his, his dream come true, for real. It's really a thrill, I mean, to, to bring something back to life. I mean, is that how it feels with, with the state? Like, do you feel like it's, on, it's been on life support, and now it's going to be healthy? And It's exactly like that. It's, it's, it's taking something that um, 
had lots of potential, but it was kind of in a, in a uh, sustain mode for a really, really long time, and now it's going to blossom all over again. And with, we, now that we're going to have four screens, we're going to try to consciously have one screen at, at all times kind of focused on the younger audience, too, to try to develop it more consciously, because in the, it really just has been dwindling on its own. Well, I think, too, once the seats are more comfortable and the sight lines are better, the word will get around and people will start going to the movies there. I mean, and if they're cool flicks that you can't see anywhere else or they're not as commercial but you want to see them, I mean, there's still a great thing about the theater experience. It's much more, I don't know, fun and communal than just watching something at home. From a community standpoint, I think it makes a certain amount of sense. It's too bad to ever destroy a historic building, but we've got the Michigan Theater. We've got that's restored all the way to its 1928 original splendor. Nice. What the State Theater is more needed for isn't to be another historic place as much as another outlet to see contemporary film. And so it is being maintained for that, and we're proud of that. The campaign is is actually going very well. The goal of the campaign is $8.5 million dollars, and we are uh, at $7.3 million now. It's a long climb still. We, we don't really think that we're in the home stretch yet as much as we're uh, just like starting the final lap. That's, that's a hard job. Right. So. What motivates you to try to raise $8.5 million on behalf of these two buildings? I never would have expected to see myself in this spot, absolutely. Um, I found that working for the community-based, mission-driven organization is so much more satisfying than operating in the private sector. I've, I've just I found a whole new enthusiasm, not just for my work, but for life in general, by doing community work. And, and the, so uh, nice. the Michigan Theater and the State Theater now, too, represent just such important central community values. Ann Arbor doesn't have a, like a town square. So the Michigan Theater is where people come and run into each other, and it can be movies, it can be concerts. It can be lectures. There's every kind of event. Weddings. Really? Yeah, sure. Memorial services. We have all kinds of different things. And that's, it's where everybody runs into each other. And so we, we, we see everybody and we serve everybody. And it's, it's a blast. When you leave college and you come back, sometimes things that you're looking for are not there anymore. So to have the state and the Michigan still look the same and be where they belong is reassuring. So you're doing God's work. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Keeping the alumni happy. They have something to cling to when they come back. Although the state will look quite different when it reopens. I want want to emphasize that. If you look at the state theater now, you'll see that there's a a, a elevator tower that's being added on to the south end of the building. And and there will be uh, large and capable of holding all kinds of, you know, large crowds going up and down. And then as you get out on the second floor, which is where the state theater mezzanine lounge is leading into the Mm -hmm. theaters there's a a big glass window that's going to be there that will allow the public to to see in for the first time which is kind of unusual for theaters but more importantly looking out from there you can see all the straight down liberty street all the way to ashley cool so that's going to be a really great feature oh yeah then inside it's going to because we, we haven't been able to you know recapture the whole building we're just renovating the second story so it's not a true historic restoration at all so we're going to restore the mezzanine lounge as much as possible to what it looked like in 1942 but beyond that it's very different the 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 elevator there's going to be a special uh, fountain that's going to be another 
of focal point in the lounge with um, Matawi tile has created a custom tile kind of inspired by the State Theater. And, and there'll be a, a drinking fountain, two drinking fountains with this kind of alcove done completely in, in Matawi tile, red and black. And it'll be very dazzling. We're having new carpeting made that looks exactly like the 1942 carpeting. Wow. There will be four theaters, two where the previous two had been, but, but they're going to look quite different because they're going to have about half, half as many seats and twice as much leg room. So we're, we're basically putting two rows, or one row for every two that used to be there. So it's going to be much more comfortable. That's all straightened out, two beautiful theaters, and then two yeah. small theaters are being built in the back over what was kind of perceived as a stage. The, the, the gap between the front of the balcony and the wall, which is really just covering up the main floor, uh, we're reinforcing that and putting two small theaters in there. So there'll be overall four theaters. One's 140 seats, one's 100 seats, one is 80 seats, and one is 50 seats. In the seats themselves, instead of the original seats that we stick with at the Michigan, these are going to be rather luxurious, very high-back, modern mm. theater seats that, that rock. They don't recline. Oh, yeah, but they're like but, but flexible. They, but but they rock, they, and they're uh, very comfortable, and they have cup holders, which oh. is huge for people, right? <laughs> people are going to be so happy. Yeah, I was laughing because I saw a 1972 story that describes the state as saying it has a yummy floor, perpetually sticky, and a stale odor from the ghosts of crushed popcorn boxes splotched with butter. Another person had said this theater embodies the progressive left-wing, nostalgically optimistic ethos of the University of Michigan of yesteryear, and I love them for it. And then another person said, I've come to prefer attending films here over the nearby Michigan theater for the fact that the state seems to have greater character and offbeat charm. So even if your legs and your are cramped and your knees are bumping into the back of someone, it still has a certain je ne sais quoi, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, and imagine if, if it had that stickiness to the floor in 1972 and, and, the, and, the, and the smell and... and, and Eventually, it's 2013 before it closes, right? So another 40 years of, of aromas and substances. Mmm, delish. And then, of course, in college land, you always have that midnight screening. I mean, those how do those still fare? Those are okay? or That's been the most uh, profitable piece of the state theater's business for the last 10 years. That more than any other product, those the midnight films where we kept it going... And that's what people kind of identify as, as much as anything else is, is those midnight films. So we'll, absolutely, we'll, we'll keep those going. Worth noting uh, for our uh, alumni readers, there will be a, a full liquor license at the New State Theater as well. Wow, that's exciting. And there will be um, enhanced food offerings, which have not been defined much further, but we expect it to be something like uh, nicer gourmet pizzas, uh, cheese plates, perhaps some, some other things. I mean, there'll, there'll be your normal um, Twizzlers and Jujubes as well, and certainly popcorn. I mean, Michigan Theater popcorn is, is, is world famous, and we will have uh, Michigan Theater popcorn there at the State Theater as well. How would you sort of describe the relationship between the Michigan and the state? Like, how do you perceive them? Are they siblings, cousins? I, I think in the past... The Michigan Theater certainly had kind of a big brother um, 
position and the state, which again we booked the the movies there, but we but the staff was employed by the people who owned that mm-hmm. building, not by us. But but there was a, a certain sense of uh, almost you might say uh, tolerance on their part for for us. <laughs> Because we're well established and well funded, and mm-hmm. we've got a big staff, and and, and the They're state a little scrappier. was scrappier, and and definitely had a, a bohemian vibe. What we anticipate is that it's going to be that the Michigan and the state are going to be level with one another. That that's very much the case. In fact, for all these years, we've heard so many times from our members that that they wanted to see a certain movie, but then they saw that it was at the state. And they were like, oh, crap, it's at the state. And, and we didn't subscribe to that position ourselves, but we understood it. But in the future, we are hoping that people will, will look at, at the, the schedule and go, great, it's at the state. We, and we really anticipate that's going to happen because that's, that's what the, the interior is going to be so appealing that people are going to love going there. With these new theaters, we, we are going to outreach to the community to have more groups able to come in and, and, and not only make show films that they made, but to just, if, if they want to have an event and choose a film, have, we're, going, we're going to be renting those facilities. Great. And the same thing for if you have a birthday party or an anniversary, it'll be much more open because we'll have that many more screens to offer. That's cool. Well, maybe the Cinema Guild will come back to life. Or... Could be. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of different things that because we, we do foreign films and we do, you know, documentaries. We we do a lot of different categories. But a lot of people wish we did more of this and more of this. But but if they want, if they'd like to see more, they, yeah, there, there's the opportunity to make other things happen now. So you said you saw Star Wars at the Campus Theater. Yes. <laughs> Do you have any of your own, like, great little memories of things, like a night at the State or a night at the Michigan well, when I, you were an undergrad? Or? Well, the, the, the last waltz was the time that I, I really remember. That was a, the, it was a wonderful film, but it was also just a time we went with a whole bunch of friends who we were all undergrads at the time, and it was uh, a special evening. And that actually reminds me that a lot of people, when we talk about stories at the State Theater, we've heard from a lot of people about particular activities that might happen in the back row of the State Theater. And I, I won't elaborate any further, but I think you, you, you might get my drift. And there's a, a, So that we're doing seat sales to the State Theater, so individuals can buy a seat plaque with their name on it or their, you know, their, if they want, their mom and dad in some cases or their uh, you know, best friend from back in the day. Oh, that's so sweet. But, but we're, those are, you know, kind of a reasonable price. But we're going to withhold the back rows, and, and, and actually we're going to charge more for those because we've got some, some donors who, who've told us of their exploits in the back row, and so we're going we're gonna to hold those back. Well, that will be interesting to see whose names are on those seats in the background now that we know this information. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I was curious. I don't know if there's any good tales that you've heard in, in your fundraising adventures of people telling you anything that you we can share, but it's like, oh, maybe Iggy was swinging from the rafters at one point or, you know, 
Who knows? We, we did come up with a, a photograph of Iggy walking in front of the State Theater with, with the state, state Theater marquee in the photo, so we're going to try to find something cool to do with that. Right on. Yeah. That's cool. Speaking of the marquees, both are so iconic, and, and people just love them. If what? any alums are interested in touring the State Theater, even before it opens, much less after it opens as well, but if they want to reach out to me, we're happy to if, if arrange a tour if they're going to be in town. How fun! So it's, it's very exciting because the whole upstairs was pretty much demolished and is now being reconstructed, and it is exciting to see it develop. So you're looking at fall is when it's going to open. Yes, and, we, and until recently, we thought September might be it, but I think it's more likely October, possibly even into November at this point, just due to how construction projects work. <laughs> and it, it's absolutely true that the theaters here and other places have served to bring people back downtown. So there's the, the artistic and uh, aesthetic importance of what they provide, but they also are generating economic impact, which is a very compelling argument to a lot of our supporters as well. Um, I've been involved in a lot of pretty cool things in, in my career between you know, booking bands and bringing people in for concerts and uh, even producing some records. But this state theater project, to me, is actually the most exciting thing that I've done because it, every, most of these other great things are pretty temporal and they are pretty much they, they're a great time but, but they, they're not there tomorrow there's memories and I and absolutely uh, I'm not going to discount the value of memories but to actually work on this you know, saving and renovating this important building and, and leaving it for future generations is uh, is a whole nother thing, and uh, it, it really makes me excited every day to go to work. Wow, it's so nice to hear from someone who loves their job so much. Well, get ready to check your local listings this fall, and we hope to see you back at the state, stretched out in your comfortable seat with a cool beverage and a tasty treat. Thanks so much to Lee Berry, and we'll see you next month. Till then, go blue.